head into the Ringerverse to stay up to date with all things superheroes and nerd culture entertainment. Hosted by a rotating lineup of superfans at the Ringer, including Mallory Rubin and Van Lathan, shows will provide instant reactions to blockbuster releases, insightful backstories on canon, and mind-bending theories, as well as fresh takes on the latest news and rumors. Check out the Ringerverse on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Welcome to the dog days of summer. Everyone's just living their life on vacation, taking Amanda's advice, trying to stay out of the news. How's that going for you? Are you staying out of the news? I'm doing my best. It's uh, Let's be honest. We're going to talk about some very frivolous things. And I love that's, it. Frivolity is my favorite, my favorite podcast zone. <laughs> that is the mission statement of Jam Session every week, but especially this week because the news is is very upsetting right now. So I and I think it's very upsetting at, on a world stage and it's pretty upsetting for most of the people who we check in on a, on a regular basis because like I said, if you're a celebrity, if you give people distraction content, you don't want to be distracting right now. So we've got a couple of things though. There's some things that have been on our minds, some yeah. some positive distraction things. Fi- again, filed under just trying to have a little fun in a strange time. <laughs> um, a collision of my interests occurred over the weekend. It mm-hmm. was, it was the kind of news that is so startling that I'm just like, do I text no one or do I text everyone about this? Like, how do I proceed? Who will care the most? Honestly, it's so specific to my, my interests that I, I was just sort of like stunned. And all I could just think about was like, Thank you to the pop culture gods for dropping this uh, over the weekend. Um, Tyler Cameron, who was from The Bachelorette and is mm-hmm. one of my favorite celebrity and adjacent who wrote people. A, who he wrote, wrote a, a book. book, which I do. I have some questions about, but continue. Sure. It's a book of dating advice, which I think is um, a, a, an ideal timing because what happened was he was dating this woman named Camila Kendra and he was on Watch What Happens Live doing press for the book about like two or three weeks ago. 
Andy Cohen asked him if he was in love or asked him if he had a soulmate. And he said that he had two. He said his best friend, Matt James, who was the bachelor and his girlfriend on that day, Camila Kendra. And I was like, wow, Tyler. Okay. He's really nice guy. But like, I just didn't know that he was, you know, going to fall in love this early on to his level of fame. And I, you know, I was like, wow, that's, that's big calling her a soulmate. And they were together for like eight months or something like that. Kept it on the DL, which you you know, means it was real. And then last week, or excuse me, about a week and a half ago, it was reported that Tyler and Camilla had broken up and she unfollowed him and his brother on Instagram. I think he blocked him. And the initial speculation was that they broke up because of like her career. And she like had like modeling opportunities in Europe. Yeah. I was going to say, what is her career? She's a model. She's beautiful. She's like a stunning individual. Okay. Um, so that was like the initial rumor was that was like her career. Like, okay. And, and, And no shots at her career, but it's just like, she's 23 and she's a model. Like, I don't know. Of course she has tons of opportunities, but like, didn't she have those opportunities like four months ago too? And she was still dating Tyler, whatever. So they break up sad for Tyler. He's, he's, you know, doing his thing. I think he's in New York right now, whatever she photographs. She takes a picture of herself in the mirror in a place in Colorado. And at the same time, it's currently the mid season break for formula one. So like all the formula one drivers are like off in various locales. There are some are boating Dano Ricardo's in Malibu. They're just like they're doing their thing. Lewis Hamilton went to Colorado where he's hiking or he was seen hiking and like training. Lewis does a lot of like selfies of him working out and also playing music and also like PSAs to make the world better. And in Camilla's mirror photo that she posted, someone spotted that she had taken a picture at Lewis Hamilton's house and it said Hamilton on the mirror. So it seems that Camilla dumped Tyler, not for her career, but because she's now dating Lewis Hamilton or doing something with Lewis Hamilton. And Lewis Hamilton is the, one of the highest paid athletes in the world. He's been knighted. He's like the, one of the, he's the best, if not one of the two best Formula One drivers of all time. And as I've said on this podcast, one of our greatest celebrities ever. And this is just such an intense collision of the things that I care about that I I was just, I was floored. And like, just telling you about it is giving me a high. It's thrilling for me. So this is one of those things where I, I had absolutely no idea that this was happening, like <laughs> zero awareness. But when you told me that this happened, I was so excited for you because this <laughs> is such a collision of your interests that I'm like, this is great. So even though I don't feel anything, I feel things <laughs> for you. And I do have a lot of questions. So let's let's just start really big. Okay. Why is Lewis Hamilton one of the greatest celebrities of all time? Lewis is so unique. You Lewis, first of all, is incredibly good at, at his sport. He's like a really good driver. Part of Formula One is it's like certain cars just better than others. So he's also like, I guess, lucky that he's in a Mercedes, but like Mercedes also could have any driver and, and they've selected Lewis. They have a long-term partnership. So Lewis is one of the two best drivers of all time, probably will end up being the best of all time. So there's that. Then he's like just beloved before I really followed formula one. He was in the daily mail. Like it was such a big deal for like the Kardashians and like Gabrielle union and Dwayne Wade to go to the Monaco grand prix to like watch Lewis race and like celebrate him. Like he is so beloved by a listers. Like he is every a listers like favorite athlete. And then 
Well, it's a, it seems like a Euro thing that has then been exported with the help of the Netflix show. Is that yes. right? Okay. Yes. But before that, Lewis was your, your A-lister's favorite like athlete, like non, okay. non-American athlete, essentially. Okay. okay. Um, and it's like, because I remember like in 20, like 17 reading about him winning the Monaco Grand Prix and like the Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, like partying with him. So, right. so with respect to Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, two of my favorite people love the content. They are at this point, professional party goers. Like yes. that is a major part of what they do and, and how they make money and like all power to them. Again, I'm a huge fan, but it's just like where, where you have a celebrity guest list, they are on it and sure. they, and that's great for them. And I think that's great for the people throwing the party. I like, I have no shade, but again, them being like really into another person who is famous does not necessarily connote to me that like everyone is like the, you know, I guess it is like at some point people ascendant celebrities or people with certain like ambitions start uh, grouping. Sure. And then, you know, there's Mutually power in numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. But this was kind of early on. Like this was a few years ago, you know? So yeah. and, and their party going days because in Dwayne Wade's retirement, really. Sure. Um, so, so there's that. And then Lewis is also like very socially conscious. He, I believe he's vegan. Um, he's like constantly posting on his, on his profile or on his Instagram story about like different causes. He, when they had the race in Hungary last or a couple weeks ago, like he made a statement supporting the LGBTQIA plus community because Hungary has these like really horrible laws. Um, like, you know, like making a lot of non heteronormative, uh, sex and relationships illegal. And he's just like, he also last year sort of like, um, led formula one in, um, taking a stand on racism in the black lives matter movement. And it's a super white rich kid sport in Lewis. It has his father is black and he is, did not grow up rich. His father sacrificed a lot for him. So it's also like an amazing story. Um, and he's just like, a good guy. Like you hear him talking to like his team. They're like, this is, he's like, this is for all of like the men and women back in the factory. And that's like the people who like make the car, but aren't like at the race. And I don't know. He's just like so unique. And then he's got a lot of famous girlfriends. He did Nicole Scherzinger for a long time. He did a Nicki Minaj. He did a Rita Ora. He's like always on yachts with models because of formula one drivers do like their, you know, their spiritual home is Monaco where he does have a home. And like, you know, he's just, he's special. Lewis okay. Hamilton is special. So tell me your best guess as to how he and Camilla, I don't remember her last Kendra. name. Kendra. She can be the new Camilla in my life. How he and Camilla met. Like, where are they intersecting besides, like, models on boats? Did we text about this? Because someone else asked me this, and I... No, we didn't. Because I just learned about this this morning. And so <laughs> I, you're, you're getting, like, my first reactions and my first enthusiasm for you. Someone asked me about this. I just want to say this news came th- came from someone noticing it and sending it to Demois, and then Demois posted it on the Instagram story. So we can okay. come back to that piece of it in a minute. How do I think they met? I think there's one of one of two ways. Okay, she's a model. I'm sure she was like goes to like cool fancy stuff. She could have met Lewis at an event, and like then then they started following each other. Then I DM'd, but I think it's just probably like the tried and true. She's really hot. He followed her. He DM'd her. She responded. You know, hot people use Instagram like a dating app. And you know, one thing that like 
as a society we're really in danger of. What? Is just every origin story, every explanation for how anything happens is just I DM'd this person and then they DM'd me back. Well, like that's well, like that's it. And at some point it becomes so <laughs> boring. Like how many times can someone Amanda. be like, well, then I DM them. And I, I understand it's happening. I understand that this is no, how the I world just, works. I live for a meet cute. So I totally feel your pain. I'm like, this is not, this is not what love stories are made of, but that's how Tyler and Camilla met. He just DM'd her. Sure. I, I was thinking about this though. Oh, there's a lot. I, I, I was thinking about this because I do think it's most likely that she's just really hot. He's Lewis Hamilton. Also, he's like, I think Lewis Hamilton's quite attractive. He's a very pretty face. Um, But you have to like put a lot of your own photos out there and like be excited by your own photos for this kind of thing to happen. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like the Instagram as dating app is like really only practical for celebrities. And, and I guess the wide swath of people who, like love to post pictures of themselves. And I guess like this feels so weird to me because I'm not one of them. So yeah, I mean, there is, it is a little uh, not ironic, but there is a twist there. You have to be very confident and, or you have to project confidence. Right. And you have to be very performative and believe in like putting yourself out in the world or at least out on Instagram and being very forward. But the result of that is still then all you have the story that you have to tell is yeah that we DM'd for a while. That is the most boring story ever. You like, also have to live with those photos being out there. Like you have to like apply for a job with those photos being out there. I mean, I guess you can delete them. And I think some people are pretty good about curating whatever, though you can never really delete everything. But I'm just stuck on, and it's not just for dating. It's like any any business at this point, anyone yeah, like, under the age job? of yeah. at the age of 30. Like, how did this thing happen in your life? Well, I DM them and then they DM me, or they DM me and I DM them. And then we just like were on DM for a while and then it happened. Like I'm gonna I can't live through the rest of my life of people just saying, like, it, you know, I DM'd people for a while. It's so boring. We need more. These yeah. are rich, famous. Like, you know, people with resources do something besides DM each other. Oh, my God. It's so boring. Anyway, you're probably right. They just I do DM'd. think that's how they, they just met, probably. And, like, people, like, one thing that I think is, like, a cliche for movies but actually true is, like, someone like Lewis Hamilton, like, even, even the, like, 400th best NBA player, which would be, like, the worst NBA player, is like flying women to wherever he is. Like, he's just like, yeah, come here for the weekend. And like, they just don't know each other. And they're just like spend 48 hours together. Like that's like an athlete thing. And that's just like also so foreign. Like the funny thing about stars are just like us is they're really not, especially, especially athlete ones and really attractive ones. So (laughs) I was just thinking about the security measures of the DM to real life, like exchange, you know, because I like, on dating apps or just kind of in general, you meet someone on the internet and then you're supposed to meet them in real life, you know, like after some vetting. Yeah. Yeah. There's some vetting. Like you go in public. You're not just like, you tell someone where you're going to be. You're not hopping on a plane, but I guess if like everyone is verified, I I don't know. I would never trust it. I guarantee Lewis Hamilton's never alone. Although if any celebrity was going to be alone, it would be him, but I, I bet he's never alone. And I bet Camila Kendra is often with other people too. But I think like, mega famous like athletes like that they start out so young doing their thing that they actually like 
don't know how to do stuff for themselves because they never had to acquire those skills. And someone like Lewis, like definitely is never alone. Like it's, which is funny because he does project a lot of solitude on his Instagram, but I'm positive. I mean, someone has to be taking the pictures. So do you think that that's what's keeping me from being rich and famous is that I like being alone? Is um, that the hurdle? It's an interesting question. <laughs> I think it might be that your parents didn't sacrifice enough for you to be a Formula One driver. You know, they weren't weren't like, Amanda, let's get you into the Mercedes Academy at the age of eight. That's true. That's true. (laughs) And so they they sent you to like music camp and didn't have the same result. Right. That's true. There's not as much money in music camp. Um, Okay. But now, I'm just wondering, like if I really liked being around people, that that could be what's holding me back. I suppose it could be, but I, I don't think so. I think it's more, I think it, we're probably more held back by our disinclination to post photos of ourselves. It seems like people get a lot of opportunities from like cultivating a brand on Instagram. Sure. And my brand is like lame sunset photos and like anonymous I th- I think text messages that I, that I assume that I receive. But I do think that that's tied from the same thing of, are you doing this for other people? Or are you doing it for yourself? Yeah. You know? Anyway, I love your sunset photos. Okay, so they meet on DM. At some point, she gets on a plane. Did you have the understanding that Colorado was like the first meeting or have they been together for some time? Oh, let me ask you this. Like, okay, someone noticed in the mirror that Hamilton was in the something, but like, was that intentional? I think not. No, I think it was a mistake because all of her other like, geotagged pictures just say Colorado they aren't more specific than that and some of his he was like showed himself like running outside so I think you could place him his teammate which is like a misnomer in Formula One because usually teammates hate each other is also in Colorado so I was wondering if like there's a Mercedes training situation happening but I don't think that's allowed anyway um I think that it was totally a mistake Lewis, okay. Lewis does not confirm his girlfriends very frequently. Like sometimes they'll just be like seen, but he does not do that. He, he gives a lot by way of like his, like sort of surface level emotions. Like here's what I care about a lot right now, supporting the LGBTQIA plus community, or, um, he like really loves animals. And I don't know, like all, a, a lot of social causes he's like passionate about. And like, he also shares like his like sportsmanship, but he doesn't share true Lewis, which is another reason why he's a great celebrity. He like knows how to Maneuver, yeah, some batteries you know? and some. Yeah, and also he gives a lot to keep to keep a lot back as well. Okay. And so, I think it was definitely a mistake. There's been no follow up. There's been nothing piecing them together since. But um, I really buy this. I mean, this is this is an incredible turn of events. Also, now Tyler has been dumped by Gigi for Zayn and dumped by Camilla for Lewis Hamilton. So he can't hold a candle to an Englishman, is what I'm learning. Has Tyler spoken on this? No. Okay. He was also spotted like with someone. This apparently was a friend. This is also through Dumois um, having dinner in New York over the weekend at La Tussi. So, which with I, I, someone or some with? blonde. I okay. don't know. All right. This, I, I, I kind of want to talk about Dumois now because this is okay. a Dumois story. Can okay. we talk about it for a second? I'd love to. So on Sunday, I found myself being like, you know what? I got to catch up with Dumois for the Sunday sightings. And... Um, I kind of hate myself for that. And I was, as I was reading through, there's so many, I felt my FOMO and my blood pressure rising. Yeah. I was annoyed at all of the times Demois chose to include the fact that the, the, the tipster wrote a non-please. I've been dying to say that. And I just like felt myself getting like 
more and more irritated and like more conflicted. But yet I really wanted to check in to see where all the celebrity sightings the last week occurred and like see what see what the hot spots are. And I, I don't like really have Dumbo in my life, except when I'm like, OK, I guess I'll check in on Sunday. It's like a Sunday night activity waiting for White Lotus finale. Right. And I felt pretty bad about it. But also like we've spent 20 minutes on a very small tip that came to light from Demois. So, you know, here we are. Am I part of the problem? Is this like, you know, where do things stand? And also like, I find it really annoying that everyone's like, Anon, please. I've always wanted to say that. And it's like, okay, say it to your friend. Yeah. So here's my take. I never want to be a part of the comment section. Don't mm-hmm. like the comment section. There's no mediation. I mean, obviously, people just say absolutely horrific, unforgivable things in comment sections all the time. But this sense of just like it being the great equalizer and everybody has like the same amount of information to share that's all interesting. It's not. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I don't mind investing in the fruits of the comment section for the rare times that it, it, it is actually yielded. Okay. Yes. Which is, in this case, someone noticing, you know, these two people on in a mirror or whatever happened with Lewis Hamilton and Camilla. <laughs> and I'm like still honestly not sure on the visuals, but it's OK. So there was a mirror. <laughs> I'll and send it to you. It. Check your reflections in your Instagrams before well, you post. It said Hamilton on the mirror. Like it's like oh, Lewis. Okay. Lewis is like me. Loves a monogram. So his, I think his that it's mirrors. I th- now I revised my take. I haven't seen it, but I think it was purposeful. Anyway, sorry. I was like, using my pin because I really believe in what I'm saying. And then I dropped it. I'm sure it was targeted at Tyler for that purpose. Um, was- so anyway, the thing about Dumois, and we've talked about this in sort of like the ethical, you know, there's no, there's no fact checking. There's no one put, putting any sort of, like boundaries or standards or even like doing any sort of work to to make sense of all of this, which you and I as like old people at this point believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's a, a, I guess, an ethical aspect to that. But also just as like a person on the internet, sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to read all of these randos like talking about stuff I don't care about. Like I want actually someone to do some of the work for me. Yeah. So that's still where I am with it. And I support you. And I, I, when you talked about your blood pressure rising, I understood that because I feel <laughs> that way when I look at the internet at this point, because it's just, it's so many people just sharing their opinions and it's overwhelming. That's what I have to say. I think it's also like looking at the sightings is like, oh, everyone is going to the same restaurant, but me or like, oh, I'm missing out on this. But I actually, do I want to be going to Mirandi because Andy Cohen goes there. No, I definitely do not. And also, you know, I, I think that the other thing is like, there's just some thrill in like knowing about celebrities in the wild. Cause I used to love Gawker stalker back in the day, even though George Clooney brought it down and I support George Clooney hundred percent mm-hmm. of the time. Like there's something just about celebrity sightings that is like titillating. And I don't really know what it is, but there's something about it. I just can't quit them. But do you really, you read all of them and you're like, should I go to Mirandi? No. I, okay. It doesn't, no, I'm not like, should I go? Although I, I did recently go to the Minetta Tavern for a drink and mm-hmm. um, lovely bartender gave Chris Ryan and I a free shot. So thank you so much to that lovely oh, bartender. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Chris is a great person to I go believe- to certain targeted areas of big cities in because you will get free drinks and stuff. Totally. Certain blocks, he's Elvis. I believe his name was Will. Okay. And Will said he listened to a wide swath of 
um, oh. Ringer. Po- I assumed it was rewatchables. I was like, oh, he's probably a rewatchable as Chris Ryan fan. Right. But um, he indicated that he listened to all the Ringer podcasts. So I really appreciated it. So thank you, Will, if you're listening. Yeah, thank um, you, Will. I'll be I'll be returning anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm not like, should I go? But I just like, yeah, it, gi- it gives me FOMO. I don't know, which is like so fucked up because I'm just like a regular person who like, you know, goes to the same like five places over and over again and like hopes that no one spots me when I'm having dinner by myself with the book at my local Italian restaurant. Let me ask you more about that FOMO. Because <laughs> okay. is it the is it the FOMO that you're not there with George Clooney or whatever? I mean, I get it with George Clooney, but <laughs> that you're not in that scene or is it just that going to all of these places seems really nice and that in aggregate celebrities seem to have a pretty nice life. And wouldn't it be nice if I could be on a yacht and then going to Mirandi and then going to. It's more the former. It's more like, Oh, like this is like, this seems so attainable. Maybe I should just do that. But I don't know why I don't want to be famous. But (laughs) that's what I'm asking. Is it that you want the experience that the famous person has, or you want to, be with the famous I think person I want to have plans I think okay. I'm just sort of like okay. all these people are just like <laughs> doing stuff I don't know it's a, definitely a COVID reaction but I yeah. do okay I have, that makes more sense to me I, I have always liked a liked a, a celebrity set by spotting sighting that's whatever. true and you'll introduce yourself you'll talk to people at parties like I I would yeah. hide from any famous person that we've ever talked about I don't want to interact with them I don't yeah. want to meet my heroes or my I don't want to meet my heroes people I really like I won't talk to like I mean the people that I I genuinely fans of I just absolutely freeze around like right best example being Nick Carter I fell over when he was standing next to me because I was so excited <laughs> But there's a few other ones where I just get so nervous because I'm such a huge fan. But anyone that's like famous, but I'm not a fan of, like I'll happily talk to. Yeah. But also like with regular people too. I love a random encounter. I love a great story with someone on like at a party one time. You love an awkward party encounter. I do. I really do. I now the blood pressure rising that you were just talking about <laughs> earlier is like actually happening to me in real time. And I've been to parties with you. You excel at parties. You're I great love parties. Please party invite partner. Me. Thank you so much, Amanda. You will just kind of go into the fray and like make weird things happen. And I love watching it. I'm also like, oh my God, I could never do that. So I I don't I don't relate to that at all. But <laughs> The sense that all these people just like have access to yachts all the time. And like every, every famous person was in Europe for all of July. And I was not, um, on a COVID level and on a personal level, I definitely, I agree with you, but like, that's not what's showing up on Jumois. What's it showing up on Jumois is like some person I've never heard of who's it's on an invasion Disney. of privacy. Yeah. Well, also, I mean that again, We've done the ethical side of Dumois before, but the other side is just like a person who was on the Disney channel in like yeah. 2005 when I was in college, like got a, you know, boba tea somewhere. I don't care. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I don't, I, I, for Actually, some reason, maybe I would like to know where the it. good boba tea is, but otherwise I don't care. Yeah, I know. Sometimes we'll be like groupings together. That I'm like, mm-hmm. huh, that's weird. Or I'll like learn about a restaurant and I'm like, huh, that's weird. Like I was reading a Jason Sudeikis one like a week or two ago and it was about like how he was at this restaurant, a restaurant called Gage and Tolner in downtown Brooklyn. And I was like, huh, this is an interesting restaurant. I should check this out. And then I like went to the website and it was really, really involved. And I was like, nope, I won't be going. <laughs> but 
<laughs> I do. I, I sometimes I do learn about like new places and I'm like, that sounds interesting to me, but not usually. I don't know. This was like way more about myself than I wanted it to be. I just wanted to talk about Lewis Hamilton. Okay. Tyler Cameron. Can I just go back to Tyler Cameron writing a book for a second? Of course. Yes. And so every single person out, the bachelor economy is you go on the bachelor or the bachelorette, you win or you lose. Yes. You join the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. You go on paradise or one of the other things. He didn't do that. Keep going. Tyler's an exception to a lot of stuff. Keep going. I'll explain. And you you appear on some podcasts. If you appear on Bachelor Party hosted by Juliette Lippman, I respect you. If you don't, I don't respect you. And then you write a book. Some of them write books. Ben wrote a book recently. Ben wrote a book. I've been reading headlines about Ben's book for like a year now, it feels like. I have not read the book. I'll never even read the articles about the book. Ben is really committed to, I don't know, he's committed to a lot of things. I love Ben. So Tyler didn't go on Paradise. Tyler probably won't be on the shows again. There were some rumors he'd be The Bachelor, but I would be really surprised if he did it. Not that I've talked to him in a while, but I would just be really surprised. Tyler and Matt are interesting because they use The Bachelor to propel themselves to fame, but actually are not interested in being a part of The Bachelor ecosystem. They're okay. not going to be on Paradise. They aren't really doing any of the things you're supposed to do after the fact. They don't really hang out with other Bachelor people except for each other. And that's not even a Bachelor friendship. And so he is actually like exceptional because he's so hot and also because he came across so well on the TV show where he was like this like shockingly decent nice man who also is so insanely attractive that people are just like what the fuck but would I buy Tyler Cameron's dating advice book no of okay. course not he just got dumped sure. so why would I take his advice I wouldn't either but that's interesting to me in the sense that they're trying to be famous outside of like the yes. bachelor universe where it seems everyone is just like pretty much stuck in that world and they make a living off of it, but they're just like bachelor famous. Right. Yeah. Do yeah. you think that they can like make a living off of being independent famous? Well, yeah, I do. I think that Tyler has been kind of savvy and I think he's taken a lot of the money he's made and he, um, he invested in like a juice bar in in his hometown he's like getting into real estate he has like a fairly diversified portfolio okay he's not just doing spawn con so also tyler has like a legit agent not to say that no, they don't all but tyler's represented by one of the big three and okay. most of the bachelor people have like niche agencies or representation and so like he made a lot of savvy moves but do you get the sense that his ultimate goal is to continue to be sort of like in the tabloids mm. like not really. Slow news day famous, or is he using his fame to then like establish the successful juice business and the real estate or whatever? I think he likes attention. Okay. As, but I think that he's like more interested in having like a like a low level of fame and a really good life in Florida. Okay. I kind of it's a good it. aspiration, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um I think okay. it's attainable for him. I think he's on his way. Congratulations to him, except for getting dumped, which is tough <laughs> for Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, it's such an incredible like leveling up by Camilla. I, and I say this as like a true, a, a true adorer of Tyler. But like, I don't know. There's no there's no higher mountain than Lewis Hamilton in the, in like the celebrity dating scene. I can't I mean, I can't think of anything that would that would be like, yeah, that's a, that's an ascension. OK, well, I'm happy for everybody. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm mostly happy for you. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thanks for hearing me out and all my feelings. It was a you lot. Got it. Share, I shared a lot. Let's move on. Um, the Crown released photos today of Elizabeth Debicki as Princess Diana and Dominic West as Prince Charles. We've got some thoughts. You go well, first. Well, I actually, I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. Here's my thoughts. Debicki as Diana is just like Perfect. Eerily on it. It's yeah, it's perfect. it's shocking. It's quite something. Um, I'm not part of the Debicki hive, which is a passionate fan base, but like I could see myself joining. Yeah. I mean, this is really, really spot on. It's notable that the Kristen Stewart Princess Diana biopic announced its release date for this fall on the same day that these were mm. released. I mean, I didn't the, even see that news. Yeah. The, uh, you know me, but the, the Diana. Who's directing that? Someone I care about. Pablo Lorraine. Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. It'll be interesting. But just everyone's really cashing in right now. She looks great. I I thought Dominic West, you know, looks like a guy in, in Prince Charles clothing. But uh, some friends were discussing the new photos this morning and raised a discussion point that I wanted to throw to you, which is, is Dominic West too hot to be playing Prince Charles? 100%. So you, you're you on this train. Tell yes, me more. He's, he's too hot to be playing Dominic West. I mean, but playing Prince Charles. But also... Like the age jump from Josh O'Connor to Mm -hmm. Dominic West is really jarring. It's kind of similar with Emma Corrin and Debicki, but like it's less so. But like Dominic West has been around in my consciousness for so long. I mean, for me, I know for most people it's McNulty on the wire, but like for me, it's it's from Sandra Bullock's boyfriend in 28 Days. Oh, I thought you were going to say the intense affair that you had with the show, The Affair. Oh, of course that too. Right. I mean, Noah was a wonderful character, but he, but like, he's just been in my filmic life for a long time. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's weird, but yeah, he's way too hot. Like part of the reason my Josh O'Connor was perfect was because he's such a good actor that you felt some sympathy for Charles, especially in this most recent season, but he inhabited the physical awkwardness of Charles perfectly with the way that he hung his head, the way that he wore the double breasted blazers. He captured the sort of, um, dowdiness of this very rich and famous man in a way that Dominic West absolutely cannot because he's so handsome. And I think it's actually like a really important part of the presentation of the Royal family is that they are really dowdy. And so to go for like such a conventionally dashing, actor for this role is bizarre. I'm going to take a counterpoint here. Okay. Here's what I have to say. Call me old fashioned. I really do not mind shows, movies, casting attractive people. I just, I'm sorry. (laughs) I just don't mind. I, I look the way that I look, live the world that I live in. Not all of us are, you know, models. Not all of us are Camilla. What's her name? Just posting on Instagram and getting DMS and dating Lewis Hamilton. And that's okay. But I just, I'm never going to be mad if it's like a slightly more attractive person. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I I don't know what to say. Additionally, I do think that at this point in the, the Dominic West consciousness and specifically the types of roles that he has played for 20, 30 years now, which are always some version Assholes. of charming dipshit. Yeah. Just yeah. an absolutely, ultimately untrustworthy person. It's great. I love that he's bringing that to Prince Charles. I think that like that is makes up for the fact that maybe he wears the suits well. So, I mean, respectfully, he's getting a little older. So it's it's okay. Yeah. It's just that the age stuff is more jarring to me than anything else. Well, but- I, it, the age jump between seasons two and three 
was pretty jarring, especially when yeah. it's like it's supposed to be a year right. from um, Claire Foy to Olivia Colman. It's true. And That's we true. love both of those people, but it's just kind of like time works differently in the way that they're doing this. So right. I'll, I guess I'll give them the credit or whatever. I will also just miss Josh O'Connor a lot. Oh, me too. I love him. He's yeah. so wonderful. But on the flip side, it's sort of time to... Time to move on, yeah. Well, and it's time to stop having sympathy for Charles, at least for a decade. So sure. I think the Dominic West casting makes that easier. This is just also like my own real bias, but I'm just sort of like part of the story is like Charles being like a lame loser and like just mm-hmm. treating Diana poorly. And I, I don't mm-hmm. know, like I don't think I, though, though I think Dominic West is like actually like a fair is a dynamic actor. I just feel like his handsomeness really clouds so much other stuff about him. Okay. On this note, did you watch Pursuit of Love? Uh, so I'm one episode in. I watched two. Okay. I like it. I I like it a lot. I So the Pursuit of Love is an adaptation of a Nancy Medford novel. And the Nancy Medford novel, which is like a bestseller, is like sort of a, not quite like a Ramana Clef, but a satirization of like the Medford clans. And I would say the Pursuit of Love Direct, written and directed by Emily Mortimer, available on Amazon Prime in the U.S. anyway, uh, has like almost nothing to do with the Nancy Mifford novel. But that's OK, because I think it's really well executed. I mean, there's like a lot of Wes Anderson vibes in it, but yeah. I think that it looks really nice and I enjoy watching it. And I was sort of like, wow, Emily Mortimer, good for you. There's some intentional anachronisms that don't really work for me that really take me out of it. But I feel like there are a lot of the intentional anachronisms are around the hot priest mm-hmm. um, who's also in this. And I feel like when you got the hot priest, you sort of like need to amplify his presence. So I don't blame them. I understand. Yeah. I like that she's trying things within it. Yeah, um, that's cool. She so, didn't just make another like BBC show. Exactly. Or ITV show, whatever. Exactly. So I can forgive the fact that it is not really does not have a lot to do with the source material. But that's OK. I would say Dominic West Kind of totally don't understand what he's doing, but that's fine. And the reason we mentioned this is because Dominic West is in it. And it's also the project on which he and Lily James yes. met, where they may or may not have had an affair that led to the incredible press conference and handwritten <laughs> note at his home with his wife in England. So great, happier times, a simpler time. The handwritten note is still one of the best things that's happened in, in jam session history. We should do more of that. 100%. People really should do more of that. As you know, I love a handwritten note of all kind. Yeah. Correspondence is king. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes 
is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Um, last note of the day, a little game. We were texting about if you had JLo's $85 million real estate budget, how would you use it? And what right. kind of home would you get? Well, so yeah, let's... Let's specify. So JLo has been spotted looking at a bunch of homes with Ben Affleck. Um, and the reports say that they're still, she's looking for her. They're not moving. He's together. just a companion, He's a just chaperone. A, you know, and is familiar with some of the LA real estate. And as soon as they're spotted and the photos are taken, then the listings for the homes that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are looking at are posted online. And then Juliet and I look at them <laughs> and dissect them in great detail. Um, and many of the homes that she's been looking at are around the $85 million mark, which is a lot of money. Insane. It's not that many houses are that expensive in LA. So it limits her. Right. So the exercise that I proposed was like, what real estate would you buy with this budget? Because if we broaden it to what would you do with $85 billion? (laughs) Like I would do a lot of other things, including like, you know, trying to help fix some of the world's issues, but Again, this is a frivolous podcast. So this is $85 million real estate only. Would you spend it on one house just off of Sunset Boulevard with like weird purple LED pool lighting, which is one of the homes that Jennifer Lopez looked at? Absolutely not. not. Absolutely not. I'm not putting $85 million into one home. I'm going to go probably like three $20 million homes. So I thought about this too. And then I started looking in the locations because I did have some thoughts about where I would love to own property if I came into an $85 million windfall and also, you know, society had healed. And I like, honestly couldn't get to $85 million. I don't know if you could. Like well, even you just said three $20 million properties. Yeah, I can't get to 85. Like, okay. also, this is the other thing about an $85 million home. The monthly costs of maintenance are outrageous. Yeah. I mean, landscaping is really expensive to begin with. Shit will break. Like the the air conditioning, the electric, like the oh utilities, God. like and then the taxes. Like her monthly overhead is so high. I can't imagine wanting that. I can't imagine like wanting to have to tend to so much space. That's how you know these people are so outrageously out of touch with what it's like to be a regular person because they don't think about that. They have a staff to deal with all this. So she's just right. like, yeah, I'll get the biggest house, most expensive I can afford. And then none of the other practical concerns really matter. That's true. One other note as I was considering this is that I realized I don't have to worry about worry about privacy mm-hmm. um, or any sort of security concerns in the way that Jennifer Lopez does, you know, because I'm assuming if I suddenly have $85 million to spend on real estate, it doesn't come with me uh, being one of the most successful performer, entertainer, you know, sure, entrepreneurs 
uh, business women of the of last the 25 years and yeah. also dating Ben Affleck after <laughs> having dated everyone that Jennifer Lopez dated, right? So I just assume I'm like Amanda, who's a little afraid of people, but would love to go sit at the bar at Mineta Tavern and who wants a house by the beach and who doesn't have to worry about intense security. Sure. So that, and, and I do feel like the, the kind of the like fortress like aspects of all of the places she's been looking at, it, the price gets driven up. I don't think it's a justified, you know, I don't, I don't really think $85 million is a justified price for any home, but you know what I'm saying? Sure. So that gave me a little more room, but I sure. still, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I did a home. I would do a home by the ocean in Los Angeles. I was thinking okay. Pacific Palisades. Nice. Um, Love, beautiful. You know, and it would it would be nice to have a pool and to have some space so I could have some guests. But again, that's not getting me to eighty five million. Um, a, a home at the beach. Uh, I, I would love to just like recreate Ellen Hildebrand's life, life, or one of the <laughs> so people. So was that Nantucket? Yeah, so Nantucket, and or like one of the people in her novels, but like not one of the people who who dies or has an affair or you know, sure, just like one of the happy side characters, who sure. Like, owns the boutique or the restaurant or whatever. I don't know. Um, so a place in Nantucket. I was looking right now. You know, there's not a lot of availability right now at the end sure. of the summer. But it it doesn't seem like there's anything that's close to 85 million. I think I think you're going to top out you, Amanda, knowing mm-hmm. your interests and tastes on Nantucket. I can't see you getting higher than 10 million there. And that would really, honestly be hard. Either. Yeah, that would be I, hard. I it's, think so. It's, expensive, but not that expensive. Right. And I'm not looking for a palace. I'm looking for a place where with an outdoor shower and sand everywhere. And, you know, I guess a nice kitchen because cooking is a major part of the Ellen Hildebrand novels as well. Okay. And then, uh, New York, I would love to own a home in New York because I miss it. I feel like I could see you with a Tribeca Pied-a-Terre. Oh, that's nice. See, I was thinking like, I, I have, uh, affection for Brooklyn Brownstone living. So Mm. Sure. So that gets pretty pricey. Okay. But, but you, I don't think you're going over 20 million. Maybe, maybe if you do some renovations, you get like the best location, old building. Actually, you know what? Near me, there's a, uh, there's a, a building available for 30 million. So you could get that. I know, but do I want it? It's on because... Prospect Park West. I'll send you the listing. It looks nice. Yeah, but you I would do prefer, a lot of work. I prefer a side street and I also mm. don't want something too renovated. You know, I'd like the original molding sure. and, and such. Sure. So. That'd be but, my first purchase, Brownstone okay. in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, I don't know exactly where, but eh, probably Brooklyn Heights. But okay. I don't know. Near Matt Damon. Um, no, he famously, it was a condo, a not condo. a brownstone, because yeah, a he needed the crane in order to get the furniture into the penthouse. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I would go New York, Cape Cod, London, south of France, and I would, I think I wow. would probably still be at eighty-five million. Okay. Wow. I I think that all sounds great. Thank you. Two beach houses, two city homes. Wow. How much time are you spending? It's like, I can't even wrap my head around this I know. at some point. You it's know, as, even as you were talking about like, so I can't see you going over 20 billion. I, it's just like, if I were, had water, I would like do a spit take about even. <laughs> I don't know how you imagine living like that. And meanwhile, Me the anxiety of like all the things that could be happening at your various homes while you're not there to take care of it is so intense. But again, these people are so rich. They don't deal with anything themselves. And meanwhile, all of this just for one home. In Los Angeles. So you can't even, yeah. And like if you're Jennifer Lopez, how many days a year are you home in a non-COVID year? I don't know. It's a great question. 
Not that many. Okay. You got to anyway. go to Vegas all the time, too. Oh, is she doing a residency? Is that official? I mean, it makes a lot she of sense. She did one. She, she did one. Okay. She, yeah, it was a Planet Hollywood. Um, if I were JLo and I had an $85 million home, one of my main, like, quote unquote luxuries, everything in her life is a luxury, but mm-hmm. um, would be fresh flowers in every room delivered like every five days. Yeah, that sounds great. In a chef. Duh. Right. Mine would be facials on a weekly basis. Mm, that sounds yeah. nice. It sounds really great. Especially, Love I mean, it. that that seems like a real post-COVID thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dare to dream. Okay. <laughs> dare so, to dream. I guess this ultimately became about the ways in which we were trying to imagine ourselves living like celebrities and just have some real <laughs> mental roadblocks, which is ultimately a good thing. Yeah, so why we're not? That's why we're not using Instagram as a dating app. You yeah, know, celebrities, regular, pe- regular people looking at baby pictures, just like us. <laughs> Thank you so much to Erica Cervantes for producing this episode, and we'll be back next week. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.